Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house, Debo in the house. We got more NFL teams to cover tonight. Let's get right into it. Debo, what you drinking tonight? I am drinking Be Hoppy out of Wormtown in Worcester, Massachusetts. You know, kind of a classic. Nothing to worry about. Yeah. And uh, I'm mixing it up tonight. I got a little Opa Opa Berry Mania Blueberry. Keeping it light, keeping it fresh. Um, and I'm keeping it in a can. Ooh, I love it. This beer is delicious. I'm just going to say it. I've had it before. I'll have, I'll have to try it. Didn't they uh, move their brewery away from Southampton? Maybe. I don't know. But I can tell you this. They made a really good beer with this blueberry beer. I like it. All right. Part three of our NFL preview. Um, it is opening night. Kansas City and Houston are underway. Thank God we covered the AFC. You can catch those in the last two episodes. But tonight we're going to start with the NFC East, the NFC North is why I think Debo's decked out in the Packers. And all I can see in the background is Green Bay uh, fandom, which I love. I love. But what, what really changes? Speaking of fandom, sounds like uh, Bill's Mafia took a, took a win. Well, I mean, we, we got one championship. We beat the Packers for one championship. Maybe we'll have to beat you guys for another championship at the end of this football season. Who knows? Never know. I mean, it's not surprising. The Bill's fans are rabid and aggressive and amazing. And when things and like hope that turn up. And there's hope this year, so that yes. always brings out more fans. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's get started with the NFC East. Um, yeah, let's just dive right in. There's a lot, lot to, to, to say. Let's get, let's get started with that um, perennial under, underperforming team, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, nine and a half wins is the over-under. It's, it's one of those teams where I'm like, I'm not really sure what to do. Last year, this team went eight and eight with basically the same team. Only thing different is now they added uh, old Packers coach and Mike McCarthy. They added another weapon with CeeDee Lamb. Mm -hmm. They got the defense a little short up with Don Terry Poe and Everson Griffin. They, they had Gerald McCoy as well, but he, uh, he got hurt and they, they waived him. Um, this team has everything you want. Good quarterback, three good receivers, a stud running back, a good defense, but they never seem to put it together. So the question is, will Mike McCarthy be the team that puts them over the hump? Um, I worry about Zeke a little bit. Um, knowing how McCarthy handles running backs, it's, you know, more, a little bit more pass heavy. And maybe that was, you know, the, um, the teams that he had. But when he had good runnings, it still seemed like they passed the ball a lot. Um, schedule isn't great. They play the NFC West, AFC North. Um, and even though I'm frustrated with McCarthy when he left the Packers, I think he's going to probably get them over the mountain. And I'm going to say that they get to 11 wins this year. There's just too wow. much talent. Wow. So I, you know, I've got, I'm just going to say it. I've got him under, I've got him at nine. Um, I don't know. Like McCarthy, I think is exactly what they needed. You're right. They pretty much brought back the same team. They added a weapon. They shored up the defense they should be really good, but we've been saying they should be really good for a while now. And it just hasn't materialized. Yeah. And, and I think some of that had to do with the head coach and kind of just the staleness of, of whatever was happening in Dallas. And you hope that Mike McCarthy is kind of that breath of fresh air to kind of get them moving in the right direction. I'm sticking with the under, but I could easily see them being like a 12 and three team and just going off because they have the talent to do so. And maybe it's Mike McCarthy that gets them there. Um, 
my guess is that it's next year. I actually think that it's just going to take a year. Um, and again, as you said, the schedule's tough and they're in a division with another team that we're going to get to. That's kind of in the same place where like they're really talented and they've got all the weapons and got all the things and they should be really good. And I just don't, one of the teams is going to have to break. Um, yeah. But it could be, it could be the Dallas ends up winning 12 games. I just think they're going to go nine and seven. Um, and we'll, we'll figure out whether or not they're in the playoffs a little bit later. So I'm, I'm, I'm under your over. Let's jump to the Giants. Also new coach. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, who is Joe Judge? That's, that's a theme in, uh, in a lot of these teams this, uh, in the East. Um, so can Saquon Barkley stay healthy? Can Daniel Jones take a step forward? Is the defense better than the one that let up 451 points last year? Like, that's a lot of points to let up. Yeah. I think we're going to have a lot more questions and answers this year. And I think they have a good future. It's a potential team, has a potential to win eight, but I don't think they're doing it this year. You're talking rookie head coach, no preseason. I just don't see it happening, and I think they're going to go under. I'm not saying they're going, like, two wins, but, you know, I could see them at five or six wins. I think this is this – is... I'll probably be wrong, but I think this is one of the easiest unders to pick. I just don't know that this team, there's too many things happening. To your point, you absolutely nailed it. Can they stay healthy? But again, we can say that about every team, right? Every team. Is Daniel Jones going to take a big enough step forward? This is year two in the NFL, and this will be the second year, his second head coach, his second offensive coordinator. Like, there's just a lot of variables. The defense is better, but has has a long way to go. This team's two or three years from from being back in it, I think. And again, the tough part about that is that you're going to be year four or five of Saquon by then. And you're probably going to be looking to re-up your running back at that point, which is kind of disappointing, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, but I just – I don't – this team's not there yet. And, and again, while Dallas has a new coach, they've been right there on the precipice for a while. Yep. New York Giants are in a complete rebuild. They were in a rebuild two years ago, and they're still there. I mean, they're, they're still kind of scratching the surface. So, under for sure, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Let's move to the Philadelphia Eagles. Over-unders nine and a half, just like Dallas. What you got? They won the East two out of the last three years. Their win totals in those years have been 13, nine, and nine. I think the biggest problem with Philly has been injuries. Carson Wentz has had some, some injuries. The receiving core is always hurt. They're, they're always trying to find some receivers. As of right now, Miles Sanders – Alshon Jeffrey are already like showing up as questionable with, with Alshon not playing for sure. And Miles Sanders possibly not, Um, you know, he only played, you know, 16 uh, Carson Wentz that is only played 16 games, two out of four seasons. And they don't have Nick falls, Nick Foles to fall back on. They have Nate Sudfeld and they have Jalen hurts. They also have Josh McCown as their virtual emergency backup. I think the defense is still good to carry them there. I think it's a good team when they're healthy. I, I worry about them. I have them under, but I, like you with Dallas, I have them at nine. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is the, the ultimate, if they stay healthy, they, they run away with the division. I mean, if, if Carson Wentz stays healthy, they're a really good team. He just hasn't been able to do that yet. Right. And, and that's the biggest question mark. And then to your point, you said they've got a couple of old wide receivers – Right. Um, And again, we mentioned this, this, this earlier in in the AFC preview, no preseason, just getting out there on the field. Like 
it could be a real struggle for some of these teams that are older. I still think they're a good enough team um, to get where they need to get. I've got them under, but I've got them at nine. Same same win total as as Dallas. Um, I just think that that you know Dallas and, and Philly are going to beat each other up during the year. Um, but yeah. to your point, like the schedules that they have to play are just tough. It's just a tough go for them this, this year. So, yeah, I'm going under, but I'm, I'm sticking at nine. Um, Washington football team. All right. Another new coach, Ron Rivera. Whole lot of stuff going on down there in, in, in Lansdowne, Maryland. But uh, what you got? What was it five and a half, huh? Five and a half. I, I, I've decided that we are going to call the Washington football team the Washington Buckeyes. Okay. The three most important players are on their on their team have played on the Ohio State Buckeyes in the last three years. We're talking about Chase Young, talking about Terry McLaurin, and Dwayne Haskins. I'm here for it. I mean, but that's not enough. I, I, I'm looking forward to see what Antonio Gibson can do. You know, they, they obviously trust him if they're going to wave AP. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to get a lot of wins. I think this They're team, not going to get to five wins. <laughs> No, I agree. And you said that the Giants are the easiest under of all of them. I think this team, um, the football team, is um, actually the team that's probably the easiest. I got to say one thing. I got to shout out Alex Smith for making that roster, mm-hmm. um, getting healthy. It's a, it's a team with a bright young future, and I'm hoping that the organization get cleaned up. But right now you're going under and – Let's focus on the organization and getting some players to want to play for you. Yeah, I mean, we don't even know what Dwayne Haskins can do as a quarterback, right? Like, he barely played last year, and, you know, now you're putting him in the backfield with a rookie running back, a wide receiving core that's not that good, if I'm being honest. Um, I'm excited to see Chase Young go. Like, I want to see him just ball out. But, like, you know, I think the, the Giants are two or three years from contending. This team might be three or four years from. I'm not even kidding. Like you, you're you're hoping that a lot of things break right. Where like, yeah. in my opinion, the Giants already have some pieces and they've been working toward it through, for a couple of years. This 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 Washington football team has been trying to make things work for the last couple of years, and they finally admitted their 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 faults on a number of levels. Yeah. God. Um, but like they they're they're bad, and yeah, they're going to be under. I mean, I say I think the reason I said the Giants is because you basically to go over would have to go seven. Yeah, that, that's seven and nine. This team, you got to go six. I know it's just one game more, but like, this is a team that you know could maybe squeeze out four wins, but that's asking. They're just bad. It ain't happening. It, it ain't happening. They're going under. Yeah, I, I'm with you. All right. So who's your division winner and who's your MVP, kid? All right. So MVP, I think it's a three dog fight. Um, you got Dak Prescott, you got Saquon Barkley, and you got Carson Wentz. I Saquon, you know, he could have a huge year, but if they only win four or five games, you can't be an MVP if you, if your team wins four or five games. So, which is why I'm going Dak because I have them winning 11. And if they win 11, it's going to be because he balls out this year. And that's, that's what I got. And so Dallas winning the division with Dak as the MVP. And I, I want to say that, but I'm going to stay and, and kind of you, you sold me on, on Mike McCarthy and maybe kind of the, the good karma that comes with a new coach. But I'm going to stick with my original pick, and that's Philly winning the division, tiebreaker style. And if they win the division, it's, it's Wentz that is the MVP. If he stays healthy, yeah. he's probably the guy that can, can take over the most in that division. Um, but, again, I'm, I'm picking a, a team to come out of that division with nine wins. Um, ain't going to be no wild card coming out of this division, especially now with what's going on 
um, in the other divisions that we'll cover tomorrow. Like, it just ain't happening, man. No. Um, all right. You ready for this? You ready to go north? Yeah, let's go, go north. north. I mean, let's everybody's going 0-15, and the, the Packers are going 15-0, right? Why are they only playing 15 games? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, apparently. Hold on. Like, before we get into the over-unders, you got a lot of games expected to be won in this division. You've yeah. got You've got three teams 500 better if you take the over. Yeah. Right? That seems like a lot. Let's dive right in. Chicago Bears, over under eight and a half. What you got, man? I got Jameis Winston. I got Cam Newton signed for teams for a total of $2.15 million with some incentives built in. The Bears traded a fourth-round pick for Nick Foles, who's set to make $21 million guaranteed just to name Trubisky the starter. The football ain't about the money, Doc. It's about, it's about who's going to give you the best shot to win. David Montgomery already hurt. Correct. Missing the first two games. Then you've got Tariq Cohen. This offense is going to be a huge mess again. I read an article. They think that um, – and I can't even think the coach's name right off the top of my head, but is going to change – was it Nagy? Yep. He's going to change quarterback like four or five times during the year. And I agree. I think Trubisky struggles. He's going to pull him and put Foles in. And as soon as he struggles, it's just kind of like – with Minshew and Foles, and no one's going to get into a rhythm. Um, one thing I do think they have going for them is they're playing a third-place schedule instead of a, a first and second place. The defense is still really good. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. It's, it's still a top-notch defense. Can, they keep, can that dynamic keep the Bears in games and let the defense do the work? Um, looked at the schedules. Chicago's probably going to win three of their first four games, and I got them finishing 8-8. Eight and eight. I got, I got the under. I got eight. I got eight wins too. I think that's kind of where I arrived. I, I mean, nothing special. This is, but I, and I also think that that's the ceiling for this team. Like, there's, I, I think you, know, so we, you know, kind of to your point about Dallas. Like, there's a chance they could win a lot of games. I don't think this team can win more than eight games. I just don't think there's enough talent there. I think there's going to be drama surrounding the quarterback. I think that you know, Tariq Cohen is not a lead back. He's he he showed that last year. Right. Um, just incapable of getting anything done between the tackles. Um, the defense is good. Defense can be really good if everyone's yep. healthy. Um, and so there's a chance they could stay in some games, but they just don't have any firepower. I mean, unless Mitch is out there moving around like he did his first year and, and you know, making moves and chucking the ball outside of the pocket, like, ain't going to happen. It's an under. I mean, Allen Robinson, he's, like their, he's their best offensive player. At least he got a new contract, so good for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be ugly. I mean, it's not going to be pretty. Maybe I was thinking ugly because I'm thinking about these Detroit Lions. Over under six and a half. Matt Patricia, do you think Matt Patricia survives the year? I'm going to just say it right now. This team, man, (laughs) they always have talent, right? Like, they have have talent (laughs) on this team. After Kerryon Johnson, they just don't use Kerryon Johnson right. They don't use their running backs right. Instead, they're running out – they used to run out Theo Riddick. Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about this team. I think the defense Not isn't much great. To say that. The offense isn't is fine, but if Stafford got hurt last year and it was a back issue, and you get worried about that, um, if Stafford stays healthy the whole season, they're probably a decent team and probably could get to six or seven wins. But I think they're going under. Yeah, I, I've got under. I this is like the same Detroit team I feel like I've seen for the last seven years. 
Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that that Matt Stafford's going to probably walk away from the NFL, who I think is a pretty good quarterback, like barely ever sniffing the playoffs. Like, and again, you could say that he's in a tough division, but like, just be better Detroit Lions. You're right. Like they, I mean, they have weapons, they have an offense, they've got guys that they can throw to. They've got a running back that can, can be a workhorse. And I kind of mentioned Matt Patricia, like, I think they're going to win four or five games. This is, this guy's going to be out. He's going to be looking for a new job. They're going to be looking for, they're going to be looking for a new coach. They're probably going to get, they're going to probably move on from Stafford, like, and go on a full rebuild. Like you can't keep doing this, this like half ass, yeah. we're going to try and compete and put things together and then have to face off against Green Bay. Who's always reloaded Minnesota, who seems to be in a good place and Chicago, who is better than Detroit. Right. And I think, I mean, they missed the boat. They had a really good defense two or three, maybe four years ago, where Snacks Harrison was on the was on the line, and you know you could not run on them. Um, they missed the boat, and now that's what they're looking at. They're looking at a rebuild because he's not even there. It's always interesting because, like, you bring someone like Matt Patricia in, and he's a defensive mind, and you're really excited about it. Like, we're in an offensive league, so even if you're a defensive minded coach, you've got to be able to chuck the ball around the field, and you have a quarterback who can do that. And and they just haven't been able to figure it out. And you're right. Stafford's coming off an awful back injury, and, and if he isn't able to be healthy, it's going to be real, real, real scary. All right, D. I'm just going <laughs> to stop. Just let you go. Green Bay, over under nine. Do you want to go first? No. No? I'm going to give you the floor. I mean, I can go. I'll do it. No, I mean, it's, it's fine. So, all right, last year they go 13-3, and three, one game from the Super Bowl. So, what they did, they went out. They, they retooled the offense. They got a bunch of weapons for Aaron Rodgers and big play receiving threats. You know, they're so much better. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my dream. That didn't actually happen. I mean, um, I do remember the draft. You just being like, take, take the wide receiver, take, take the wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. This is what they have. This is what we have. Um, and a hell of a backup quarterback. We do have a hell of a quarterback. The defense there. You mentioned it the other day, the chiefs, you get a lead Their Their edge rushers are going to, crush get to that quarterback almost every down and when they're doing that they're they're great defense because Jair and um Jackson can, can be on the corner on the edge doing what they need to do but man when they're trailing as we saw against the the, the 49ers twice and against uh the Chargers with the Bosa brothers just running wild on them mm-hmm. they're that, that's an oh well, sorry the offense once they're down they're, they're, they just let but the defense is just average when they're when they're trailing. Like they they're, they're not going to stop the run, and you need to get off the field in those plays. So they got Christian Kirksey, and they're hoping that's what they needed. Um, they're going to be tested all season long. It's a it's still a tough tough schedule. Three headed monster at the RB position. They got Adams and MVS and Lazard at wide receiver. Uh, one formation I think I want to see, and just because this is me fantasy booking here, Roger, uh, not Rogers, Adams and MVS um, split wide, Jones and Williams as the uh, slots, and AJ Dillon in the backfield. That's that looks like it could be is that something your dream fun. Right there? That's that. That's a wet dream. Yes, um, I think they're going to get to get creative to make some some crazy things happen because you know we talked about Devin Funchess opted out. They just don't have the receiving depth. They're not going to win 13 games this year with that schedule, but I still think they can get to 10, so I'm going to go over. Yeah, I, I, had had, I, I took the over 
I, I mentioned that I, I might push if, if, if I could, but I'm not going to do that because that's weak sauce. Again, it, it comes down to what can Aaron Rodgers do with this offense, right? And, and he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. We know what he's capable of. If they can protect him, if they can give him time in the pocket, he's going to make teams pay. And, and to your point, they're going to be running the ball because they've got all sorts of running backs there. But again, this is what you hired your, your, your young head coach, your young offensive mind to do is come in and figure out a way to get these, get these players that you have involved. And obviously they must have felt comfortable enough with what they had and what was out there to not go after a receiver in this draft. They went for a running back. They went for a, a quarterback of the future. Obviously they, they have some ideas of what they want to accomplish, but they're still going to try and win a Super Bowl and they're still capable of winning a Super Bowl. Yep. To your point, they're going to have to get leads, though. They're going to have to play in front. And, and, again, Aaron Rodgers is incredible when he's in front because he just starts picking people apart. And that defense becomes a little bit better when they can just rush the, pa the, the, the pass. Yes. So, they're going to – again, I, I think they win the division, getting ahead of myself a little bit. But, like, you know, 9, 10, maybe 11 wins, but I don't see much more than that. Yeah, no, All I'm, right. I'm with you. Let's, let's check out these Vikings. We stole a player from them, the Buffalo Bills, but let's, you know, they retooled a little bit, I guess. Over-under is nine. What do you got? Nine, huh? The defense lost Everson Griffin. They lost Danielle Hunter to injury. Um, but then we talked about it. They traded for Ngakwe. Um, then the offense lost Stefan Diggs, but drafted Justin Jefferson. I say all that to say this is still a good team that can win the division. Like, I, I think – you know, if Cousins keeps him, his mental state together and doesn't get all crazy, they have enough talent to do it because Dalvin Cook is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's concern that, you know, I know we're talking about the games are Sunday, a couple of days away, but they're still concerned. He might even hold out with this no, no contract. I mean, right. that would be a huge, huge loss for the, the Vikings. Um, Alexander Madison's good, but he's not Dalvin Cook. Um, Davin's going to play, I think, and I think they, they're, they're going to get the 10 wins, so I'm going to go over. I got under 8-8. Eight and eight. I'm just not a I – don't, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I just, I just, you know, again, if he dies, he dies of coronavirus. It is what it is. But, like, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that he's going to be as good. I think this is kind of the end of the road for him in terms of being, like, a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, he just didn't have it last year. Right. And he doesn't have Stefan Diggs anymore. He doesn't have his number one wide receiver. And yes, they went out and got Jason Jefferson, but he's a rookie wide receiver. Yeah, no, I agree. So now, now you have, you know, people are going to be shading Thielen all day long and saying, prove it with Jefferson, right? And Dalvin Cook's been good, but he's also gotten injured in the past. And like, I just, their defense is going to be good. I just, I don't, I don't think this, I think this team is, is good and maybe they could get to nine wins. But like, I think if I'm taking over under, I'm going under eight and eight. I just I don't I don't think they have the stamina, and I don't think that in a in a in an offensive heavy league where you're going to have to score points that they're going to be able to score enough points. That's fair. All right, division winner MVP. Who you got? I got Green Bay and Minnesota both finishing at ten and six, with Green Bay winning the head-to-head -head tiebreaker. Who's your MVP? You said it. He said Josh Allen has to play his mind – has to play his – out of his mind for the Bills to, to make that run. And I think that, that Rodgers is going to have to play out of his mind for the Packers to make any kind of legitimate Super Bowl run. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they're – I think 
they're a team that will make the playoffs, even if they don't win the division. Unless, I mean, they have, they're going to have to get to 10 wins no matter what. So I think um, they're going to make the playoffs. But for them to make a serious run, Rodgers is going to have to look like that, that, that guy that was throwing 40 touchdowns the year they were 15-1. and one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Green Bay winning the division, MVPs, Rodgers. I, I think he's going to once again remind everybody how important he is to that franchise. And, again, if he's not at the top of his game, they're not winning as many games as, as I think we both think they can, they can win. Um, yep. But I, I believe he'll come out, he'll ball out. He's got that little bit of extra motivation with them drafting Jordan Love. He's got that little bit of chip on his shoulder, and that's all that Aaron Rodgers has ever needed. I mean, that's, that's his entire career. So the guy's going to come out hot. He's going to come out ready to play. He's going to come out ready to show them he's good for another three, four years because this is the same exact position he was in but on the other side at the beginning of his career. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he has to do. Um, and I think, and I think, you know, again, with Green Bay winning the division, he's going to be the best player in the division. Yep. Um, all right. Last call, D. Presented by Progression Brewery. What do you got? Before I actually get into the last call, I do want to say something that I saw today for the first time in sports history. NHL. I'm not, I'm NHL, NBA, WNBA, NFL, MLS. MLB are all playing on the same day. Sports are back, baby. Sports, baby. All right. I mean, I just had to shout that out there. Um, So my last call, WNBA announced its playoff schedule. And for the first time ever, every single game of the series is going to be televised. Um, I love this for the WNBA. Um, They deserve some spotlight just for the sport itself, for what they're doing for social justice. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're – I want to say they're pretty much the pioneers in the United States for, for this type of stuff. They, they've put it, they've been out there fighting, you know, so playoffs begin September 15th. It's a Tuesday, my son's birthday. If you, if you have some time, get out there, watch, watch, watch a couple of the matchups. No doubt. And I'm going to stay in the basketball world. The Milwaukee Bucks were eliminated from the playoffs. And, and I mean, not just eliminated, but stomped out. And their star player, two-time MVP, defensive player of the year, Giannis, I'm not even going to try to say his last name, has the opportunity to sign that Supermax this offseason. I don't know that he does. I don't know that he stays with Milwaukee. I don't think that it would be a good idea for him to stay in Milwaukee, given the fact that there are places, and, you know, they've they've been well talked about. Miami, you're talking about – um, Golden State. Uh, what's the other place that I hear them talking about? There, there, there are better teams out there that he could join. And yeah, he's going to take a few less dollars. But this is a guy that's already proven that he can do everything. Um, I still have concerns about his ability to kind of uh, shoot shots that aren't completely at the rim, which right. is kind of how he got exposed in this series against Miami. But he's still one of the best players in the league, hands down. And yep. if he can join up with another, like, legit superstar or legit superstars, that team is going to be ridiculous. You stick him in Golden State with Steph and Clay and Draymond, like, there's not too many teams that are going to be able to hold the court with them. Even if you put him in Miami with Bam and with, uh, and with Jimmy Butler, like, and Tyler Hero, who's, by the way, a straight-up baller. Baller, like, that, yes. that team, you know, these – I think Milwaukee's reached the end of the road. Like, good run for them, but they're probably going to go back into obscurity. I'm sorry – 
it's really tough for me to say that, but like Giannis, go play somewhere else. I mean, it would be really cool if he had this really big TV show and wore like this red checkered button down and said he was bringing his talents to South Beach. Oh, that already happened. That's, we've but already I mean, had it, that once, man. Yeah, I, I mean, we don't need that, but there's nothing wrong with it. And then maybe he comes back and wins it for Milwaukee, just like uh, he'll never return to Milwaukee. Anyway. I know. I, I, you know, I'm just hoping for another good feel, another feel good story, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's it for this episode. We'll be back tomorrow, finishing up the NFL preview with the rest of the NFC. Until then, y'all be good out there. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.